you Yeah, yo There whenever it matters and even more when you feel like it doesn't Protect you so you never feel like you wasn't Know I'm right alongside you, here by that I'm behind you But always got you, end the discussion, nothing means more First one to offer his shoulders for what you preach for Thought I saw the eyes of the world until I seen yours And know that I ain't see a better view yet I'm with whatever, so don't ever you fret Know that you covered, not a hurdle or a heartbreak To change what a partake Cause none of them won't ever get comfortable in your walkway My job is to aware you, fully loaded Prepare you for all of the above that I'm never letting get near you. But still, I know, give you every advantage I found. Couldn't find a better fit for them, along with my crown. And since the baton was passed, hopping down, cause feeling's not an option, and dad is not a noun, not at all. Hey, what's Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ishmael from Dad Is Not A Now, and this episode is brought to you by... Bipart Pro. We are tired of hearing people say they can't find quali qualified, reliable people of color to serve on boards, fill top positions at major companies, or to help grow a business. Bipart Pro is a platform that where that talent exists, and folks that are looking for these people can find them. Can, can log on, begin connecting. No more excuses. These pe businesses and our country deserve more. Awesome. Dope, dope, dope. And I'm truly happy and honored. All right, I'm going to go in LeBron James mode right now. Mm -hmm. He is a devoted husband, father, entre entrepreneur, not one, but two-time Grammy Award winner, underrated producer, lyrical genius, and a podcaster. I want to welcome speech from the legendary Rested Development. Thank you, brother. Thank you for jumping on. It's my pleasure, brothers. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me, man. And I did that in one breath. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> I'm a star. Right. You did it. All right. And then I'm excited because you have this project out called uh, Don't Fight Your Demon. And then also you have a project coming out October 23rd called The Expansion. Um, myself, personally, I feel I'm a person that's into album covers. So can you kind of talk about the album cover? Because I know it was a photograph by, uh, uh, I'm probably pronouncing her right name wrong, uh, Godiva, uh, uh, Diva, Godiva, and it was an uh, image called Black Magic Part 2. So can you kind of yeah. talk about the importance of that uh, album cover and the title? Yeah, I love the album cover because to me it's this part beautiful and part um, a little spooky, you know, look to it. And it's beautiful dark sister, but the way she's holding her hands is like, you're not totally sure what's going on there. And and to me, that's what this album is. Don't Fight Your Demons is a very interesting song, uh, album title. So like, people are going to be curious, like, well, what does he mean? Because I think a lot of people think it's a mistake. Like maybe they meant to say, fight your demons, you know, but to don't fight your demons, there's a deeper meaning to that. And it's not the obvious of like, well, let your demons do whatever they want to you. It's not that. So I thought that the picture matched the sort of the the vibe of what this record is about. And it, this record goes really deep. And the artist, I met him through IG, actually. Um, his work was someone was work that I admired anyway. And I asked him if he would do, you know, if I could use a particular picture for the cover. And he at first he was. Well, I charged this this amount. 
And I said, man, I don't even have a budget for this at all. Like, you know, so it's all good. I totally understand if you can't do it. And then he said, okay, cool. We out, you know, and that was it. And then he, he wrote back and said, you know what, let's just do this. Mm-hmm. And he's really grateful he did it. And I'm really grateful he did it. It's an incredible cover and it totally fits the, the music. And it did, it does, man, and it's dope. And then also talk about how you linked up with Kofiga, because this is the first time you work with Kofiga, because isn't Kofiga, Kofiga from London. So how did y'all guys link up? My man, Jahi, who's from um, Enemy Radio, Public Enemy Radio, and and him did an album called Forward Future, Future Forward, I forget which which way, which way it goes. Dope album, I loved it. And then I connected with Kofiga from that. And then... I've never met him in person. We've only talked via like this or on the phone or just making tracks, you know, sending tracks or through we transfer or email and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, I always respected him as a musician since I've known about him. And we really just had a mutual respect for each other. And we started working together. And this, this has been the best Arrested Development album since the first joint to me. So I'm, I'm really proud of it. And it is, but it's a banger. Go ahead, Ray. Back Down is in my gym music routine. That song. I love that. I'm pretty sure that song, LeBron that and, and song, Anthony yeah. Davis listened to that song before they won the championship last night. Um, That's right. <laughs> what? Did you Go ahead, Ray. Yo, no, I was going to say, did you, like, what made you create this? Was it during what's happening now, or was this something sitting in your artillery for a long time? No, it wasn't. It was, it was um, during the times when the George Floyd riots were mm. happening, the marches was happening across the planet Earth. I mean, literally, um, you know, my man Chris Acosta wrote the track, and as soon as I heard that track, I was like, if this isn't boom bap in its heart and soul, like... This is what boom bap is. This is that Karis One, you know what I'm saying? Like that type of boom bap from that premiere Karis One record, you know? It's that kind of boom bap. And I was like, yo, I got to deliver on this joke like like never before. And I and I feel I did, and I'm really proud of it. It's like, it's just, it's the perfect start of the record. At first, it was going to be the fifth song on the record. Mm-hmm. And I kept toying around with putting it number one or five. And my worry was if I put it number one, would the rest of the record be disappointed? And so that was my worry. And so I decided to put it number one because I felt like anybody that's doubting where Arrested Development's at right now, I wanted it, I wanted to catch you off guard. Like I wanted people to think Mr. Wendell, people every day. Yeah, man. <laughs> and you hear this and it's like, what? That's, you know what I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. that's exactly what I wanted people to feel. You know what I mean? Like, oh my gosh, what is you know, I wanted that kind of energy. And I, I also like when when Tribe released, um, what's the song? For the People, I think it's called. Right. For the People. That song, to me, smacks in a way that a Tribe, I mean, Tribe always is great, but they, they always had more of a, I don't know, it was a little smooth. Yeah, it was laid back and that smooth energy. And this mm-hmm. one, that joint just it just smacked. And I said, you know what? I want the rest of development to come that same energy this time. And so, yeah, yeah. And we definitely felt that energy. Um, and then also, too, um, especially with COVID now, and I know a lot of artists are hurting. And the one thing I love about you, too, is that you're an entrepreneur. You come from a legacy of entrepreneur. Your mom and your dad were entrepreneurs. You know, when you were younger, your your family, your mom, dad would send you to Tennessee to stay with your grandmother. So can you kind of talk about having that both worlds of 
being learning the understanding of being an entrepreneur, but as well as not to forget where you came from. To me, they both match because knowing where you come from, we are creators. We are innovators. We always have been since times. We created the entire human race. We created mathematics. We created health. We created education. People from Rome used to come to study under our the feet of our African um, scholars. So we're creators. We're innovators. And I felt like the farming and the on the land experience that I have with my grandmother in rural Tennessee to me is the same with entrepreneurship in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, a city in the Midwest. It's the the point is make with the, the things you have, you know, at your disposal, make the best with those and make it happen. Make it happen. Don't stand by and wait for someone to give you anything. Make it happen with what you have. I honestly feel that black people are starting to see that now. And now you're starting to see this renaissance of businesses starting to pop up with black people. So I agree. The only thing I, I'll say the thing that I'm worried about with us as a people is we're starting to see it because Trump is so anti-Black that it's forced mm -hmm. us to rely on each other. But right. if there ever became another moment, which it could be if, if Trump gets voted out of office, which I hope he does, mm -hmm. what might happen is that if the government starts acting friendly towards us, we mm -hmm. might go right back to being comfortable again instead of doing what we should do, mm -hmm. which is rely on each other, focus on each other. So I'm not saying don't vote or anything like that. I'm just saying we've got to not allow this to be a trend because it's been so harsh against us with this particular administration right. that we feel like we have to, you know, do for self. I hope we stay doing for self no matter who's in the office. And I feel that, and I, and that portrays into your podcast, which I'm a big fan is the everyday people podcast. And well, then also talk about the nigger factory. Yes. Talk about how that kind of on your YouTube channel came together. Yeah, I wanted to do Nigger Factory. It's a doc. It's a three-part documentary, which I've only done two parts to it so far. That's a little waiting, man. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, bro. I appreciate the. I appreciate the patience for real. It has been such a struggle. I talk about it on my my YouTube channel and the struggle of getting part three out. But part one and two was something that I felt since '90s. You know, since the mm. '90s, early '90s, where this whole idea of us being niggas is this derogatory imagery of us being thugs, um, untrustworthy, hypersexualized, uneducated, lower level people has been portrayed on us since early media. I mean, it's the first media, really, the first huge film, Birth of a Nation, I think it was, or um, did the same thing. It portrayed us as these, you know, dangerous, horrible human beings. And it's been doing that pretty much since. And not just in movies, but in music and science books and all types of academia books. So Nigga Factory addresses that. And it's my hope is to change our mindset from embracing this nigga ideology and being Africans. I talk about it in People Every Day song um, back in 92, where I talk about the nigga and the African in that song. And I don't mm -hmm. use the word nigga loosely, right. and I don't use it as a term of endearment. I talk about it as, you know, it's it's this battle between the African who we really are and, and this nigga that we've been sort of formed into over the years by media and education and, and so on and so forth. And then the last, the last, the last thing I want to um, encompass everything in is, you know, we come from the culture of the boom bop era and, but there's a dark side to it. 
Like a lot of artists were taken advantage because they didn't know the business side of it. Um, no in this new world that we live in, where everything is based on stream, how has you have ha how have you adapted your business model when it comes to making music and, re and, and releasing music in this time? Um, it's a great question, and I have to blaze because I have an interview. I'm gonna tell you the answer right quick. I've had to get hands-on is more than ever before. I mean, what my label used to do, I no longer have a label to do that. My label is my company. I have about four employees that are full-time and other people that work for me uh, as auxiliary employees. But really, I'm on I'm online, and especially Configure and I, who he's a beast online. I love his drive and his hunger. So me and him are great partners to get online and just keep pushing the record, keep telling people about this record. And, you know, thank God it's starting to reach newer, newer levels of influence. You know, DJ Vlad is doing something on it. I just did an interview with him. He's probably the biggest network in America. Then we're doing one in London with, uh, I forget his name, but he's really big in London. And I didn't know who he was, but Configure did. My point is, it's just trying to push it to get it out to more and more people and bigger influencers, because that's the new name of the game. So the label thing is, you know, it's pretty much not not a real reality for most artists. Again, speech. Thank you for taking your time. We're talking to us. That was a great conversation. People out there, go get that album. Don't fight your mm -hmm. demon. It is a classic. It's a gem. It's one of those hip hop gems because you know, in in our culture, it's always something we always go back twenty years or thirty years from now and say, you know what, this is a classic. So, speech. Thank you again. Thank you for the time, brother. Thanks, y'all. You so oh. thank you. Much respect with this book too. Man, man. I'm <laughs> happy you got it. Cause with you <laughs> with the post office, a lot of stuff is going crazy right now. So I'm just happy you got the book, brother. And got we gotta it. do this again. Sorry about the technical difficulties, but hopefully down the road we can like have a longer conversation because there's a lot we want to do. I would like that. Yeah, let's with. do that. Let's make that happen. All right. Thank okay. you. So, thank you, brother. Peace, man. Wow. That was dope. What do you think, bro? Uh, I, I messed up, man. But no, I, I mean, no. it's, but yes, it was great. It's amazing. It was amazing. But as as what did you think about having that conversation with uh, speech when it going going into now what you were doing with um, you are co creator of Black Dot Collective .com. Talk about that a little bit, bro. So black so Black Dot Collective is a website where we. It's basically what it says. It's uh, empowerment at your fingertips. So all all the articles we have is about empowering Black people, what Black people, celebrities, um, regular Black people are doing across America, across the world. I'm going to have on there places to travel in Africa because Black people have a stigma that ain't nothing over there but people with flies crawling all over them, which is not true. We come from a country we're not a, I'm sorry, not a country. Come from a continent that's, if there was not the interference of white supremacy, we'd probably be living in a real Wakanda. So we come from that aspect. So I'm gonna have that on there. I have mental health on there, black therapists, black um, influencers that can, uh, you know, pick you up and stuff like that. I have uh, I, I have um, black gun stores on there, stuff like that, because black people, I do believe we need to protect ourselves, especially in these times. Um, 
just a whole bunch of articles on there about empowerment. I have black inventors, black people that regular black people have not heard of that just get fallen by the wayside. So, I mean, it is, I, I love the website. I love what is going on. We're going to have a, um, another arm of that, which is BIPOC, is basically a black LinkedIn. So now people like the chairman of Wells Fargo can't say he can't find black people who are worth coming to his place. We're gonna have everything right there for job recruiters, headhunters, all of that. All the companies that are looking for qualified, top of notch black people, we will have that on our platform. So, and then we have a couple more projects that are coming down the pipeline. Once we get closer to releasing, I'll I'll, I'll keep you informed with that. So, that's dope. That's dope, man, bro. Again, I thank you for this uh, quick moment of bliss. I would say because we have twenty years of history with each other, and right. I I can think of other people that I would love uh, that I would share this moment with, and it was you, and that's why I hit you up for this. Because I wanted to get you out of your shell <laughs> and you did get out of your shell and I'm proud of you for that, man. So people out there, please check out the website. Um, it's on the ticker below. Check it out. Also check out speech, um, his projects and down the road. We'll have him back on. We're out of here. Peace. All right, peace. So for you, yeah, yo There will never it matters and even more when you feel like it doesn't Protect you so you never feel like you wasn't Know I'm right alongside you, here but that I'm behind you But always got you, hinder discussion, nothing means more First one to offer his shoulders for what you preach for Thought I saw the eyes of the world until I seen yours And know that I ain't see a better view yet I'm with whatever, so don't ever you fret Know that you covered, not a hurdle or a heartbreak To change what a partake Cause none of them won't ever get comfortable in your walkway My job is to aware you, fully loaded, prepare you For all of the above that I'm never letting get near you But still in all, give you every advantage I found Couldn't find a better fit for them, along with my crown And since the baton was passed, hopping down Cause feeling's not an option, and dad is not a noun, not at all